Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to Miles Away. This is your host, Zach Honig. Welcome to today's episode of Miles Away. We are talking about one of my favorite destinations and my favorite Hawaiian island for sure. It's the island of Kauai. And our resident Kauai expert, Sarah Silbert, also our credit cards editor, is here to join us today. Welcome, Sarah. Hey, thanks for having me. I have to say, I think it's a pretty heavily stacked team of Kauai experts here at the Points Guy. We all love that island. I think it's our favorite. Absolutely. I would say Maui is my runner up. You know, I've been to, to Maui just once, but I keep going back to Kauai. How many times have you been? Six or seven, I think. Okay. So you are definitely our, our foremost expert, I would say. Yeah. Or just, I don't know. Darren Murph may have me beat there. Darren, but yeah. Darren's been everywhere. Darren's we just, been everywhere seven times. Seven times yeah. for sure. So I'm looking forward to my fourth trip. I actually just got back from my third. Oh, you already have another one booked. No, no, no. I, look, I know I'm oh, going okay. to go back yeah. and that will be my just fourth trip. Gotcha. It's, gotcha. it's going to be within the next year, I've okay. decided, because That's I'm great. going to Kauai every year. Kauai. Good pronunciation. Uh, we, were, we were talking offline about the correct pronunciation of Kauai. I am um, never going to get it wrong again. Yeah, yeah. You've been schooled, so. <laughs> <laughs> now, my favorite part of Kauai is Princeville. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Princeville, yes. Princeville. Princeville. Okay, just, just as it <laughs> as it reads. And Kauai is really kind of divided up between the north and the south, I guess. So there's Princeville up top and then Poip. Poipu, am I pronouncing that right? I will not extend my expertise to that level, but yes, I think it is Poipu. Yes. And Poipu is in the south. south. And so there's more resorts in the south. So a lot of people that are going and using points and miles, which we'll get into a little bit later, are probably heading down to the south part of the island. Is that right? Right. There are more points properties there for sure. It's also more of a kind of family-friendly feel. I would say that Princeville is more, it's higher end. There are more golf courses. So, yeah, there's definitely, like, a more exclusive vibe on the north side. Who is Kuai for, I guess? So, you know, we talked about the north side is definitely higher end. I've been there a few times. I've seen a few families, but nothing compared to Poipu. So break Kauai down for us, if you wouldn't mind. I'd say Kauai is for those who want to get a little bit off the beaten path to very off the beaten path. It's definitely not as touristy as Oahu or Maui. So there's more of an emphasis on nature. It's the Garden Isle. So you're kind of getting away from it all, and the nature there is absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. So you have the Napoli Coast. You have tons of hiking, water sport activities. It might be the Napoli Coast. Napoli Coast. Coast. (laughs) Napoli. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Although maybe they'll have an Italian restaurant on the way to the Napoli Coast. Yeah, maybe I didn't actually go to Kauai. Maybe I went to like a fake Italian version. But um, interesting you should mention the Nepali Coast. It's It's been closed for the for the last, uh, or, or the majority of it's been closed for the last year almost, um, after yeah. some record flooding that they had in Kauai. And so you actually can't really get past the, the town of uh, Hanalei. Yeah. And so when I was up there, I, was, I stayed actually at a friend's house, which was just a bit past Princeville at the end of Hanalei, and that was the end of the road. So uh, you know, a lot of people go to Kauai to hike, and that's that was my plan because I didn't do as much research as I should have, and I didn't realize that some of the best hiking trails were actually 
kind of off limits, you know, for, for right now. But we stayed at the end of the road and, you know, I, I just love the north part of the island. You know, even without having that opportunity to hike the Nepali coast, there's still just a lot to do up there. So there's right. The Hanalei Bay is beautiful. So my my friends and I, I actually watch because I'm not very good when it comes to maintaining my balance. But they learn to to surf on the the north coast of the island. I would love to do that. I did that in Maui when I went, but okay. I've never done that. No, actually, I did do it in Kauai when I was very young. It's so fun. I think everyone, no matter where you go in Hawaii, you should absolutely take a surfing lesson. But what, one of the things I really love about Kauai is that you can do so much in one day. So you can yeah. start with a hike in the mountains and not even see the coast. I mean, you can if you want, if you hike high enough. And then in the afternoon, do a surfing lesson and then have some amazing seafood and, and go golfing and watch the sunset. It's just it's such a diverse island. And the sunsets there are amazing, especially in Princeville, I would say. There's some I mean, I've seen great sunsets everywhere I've stayed. My family had a timeshare in Poipu, so I've stayed there more often than the North Shore. But I just remember the St. Regis is no longer a part of the Marriott program. I know. Program. I'm so bummed out. I know. It really, really is a bummer because it's just such a beautiful property. And the restaurant there has just an amazing lookout over the North Shore and amazing sunsets. I actually, so I, I went to the St. Regis. It's now called the Princeville Resort. I, I saw that, it yeah. It is not affiliated with any hotel chain anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. And it really seems to have gone downhill. You know, really? even, even in the few months since they, they left Marriott. So we'll talk a little bit more about hotels and flight options as well. They have changed a little bit, and there aren't as many options as you'll find on Oahu. Obviously, if, you know, if you're going and, and you want a lot of... I guess diversity when it comes to redemption options and things like that. You know, the other islands may have you better covered. Kauai is kind of more of an off-the-beaten-path, I would say, Hawaiian island. Yes, not to say that you don't have options. I just say that most of your options are not going to be in Princeville. Yeah. So walk me through Poipu versus Princeville. You know, who would you recommend each section of the island for? I would say there are a few things to consider. Poipu is definitely more accessible. It's closer to Lihui Airport. And it's more family-friendly. The beaches there are honestly great. Poipu Beach has this monk seal, or several monk seals, that just are kind of permanent residents there. They'll I just remember be, seeing that, yeah. Yeah, they'll just be on the sand, and you know they're kind of roped off so you don't get too close to them, as you shouldn't. I did a little research before this, and apparently there are like 40 monk seals left on the island total. Wow, so really? pretty, oh. pretty small numbers. Okay. Yeah. And there's some turtles as well, I think, right? Yes, I was going to mention this when we were talking about the Nepali coast, but my family did an amazing snorkeling boat tour. I remember swimming with sea turtles like, right by them. It was amazing. There's some pretty incredible scenery. And one very interesting thing, if you look at a map of Kauai, it looks almost like you can drive all the way around the island, but you right. cannot. There's a lot that's not accessible by it's, car. Exactly. No, and it's just a, a short stretch. It's just a few miles that you just, it's completely inaccessible. So it can take quite a bit of time to get from one side of the island to the other. Yes. And you need a car, would you recommend? Yes. I would say you want a car because even if you do stay in Poipu where there's more that's immediately walkable for most of the hotels, you'll want to get outside of that area and explore and see some nature. Yeah. Yeah. It's, this is not necessarily the destination to, to go if you just plan to like sit on the beach the whole time, especially if you're coming from the East Coast. I would say that you know if you're going to the the Caribbean is quite a bit closer than going all the way to Hawaii. Oh, absolutely. I, I think if you don't want you know the the diversity when it comes to the you know variety of activities that you can do, 
that you know you're going to have a, a beach experience in the Caribbean or in Mexico if you want to really get out and do a lot in your you know five day trip to to Hawaii then Kauai might make more sense for that. Yeah, I agree with that. And if you're even if you're coming from the West Coast and don't think you want to be as active, I would say somewhere like Maui or Oahu would be a better choice. Mm-hmm. What about the food? You know, what's what's the food like in in Kauai? I know that you're you're a vegetarian, yes. so. I might be opening this up for for me to comment, perhaps. But yeah, I mean, I can't really comment to the seafood, but I remember going to an amazing, extremely local place in Poipu, one of my first trips, where it was the first time I'd ever had vegetable tempura. So it was very heavily Japanese influenced food, and I just became obsessed with Japanese food and tempura after that. Mm-hmm. So. Actually, one of my favorite places to eat there in Poipu is called Puka Dogs, which is just a little hot dog stand, and they have veggie dogs. And something about them, I don't know if it's just like the novelty, but they're really, really good. So that's that's honestly my favorite place. And shave ice is obviously like shave a huge ice, thing there. Which is delicious. It's not they, shaved ice. No, I've, it isn't. Now they that we're, we're, it since we're talking ice. about pronunciation on this this podcast. Yeah. So, so let's let's be correct. Let's let's be articulate. It's yes, it's shave ice. So how would you describe shave ice to someone who's never had it before? Shave ice is extremely flavorful. It's like dripping in syrup, and they usually have like thirty different options of flavors wherever mm-hmm. you go. And they get very fancy with it too, where you'll see like ice cream underneath. Oh, lots the of macadamia nut op- ice cream. Oh, really? Oh, I've never had that. Oh, my gosh. Have Get that as your base and then put condensed milk on the top? Oh, yes. There's that, too, condensed milk. Oh. I just like it the plain way, you know? No ice cream, no no condensed milk, but you can get very fancy with it. And that's something that you'll find throughout Hawaii. Yeah, uh, that's w- not specific to Kauai. Would you recommend that, you know, for a first trip to Hawaii, is Kauai somewhere that you should go, or is it, you know, better for subsequent trips? I'd say if you know what you're getting going into it, it's absolutely worth it. I think a lot of people want to go to Oahu first and, you know, see Pearl Harbor, do some of the more historical, typical touristy things. And I'd say if you do that and you can build in a side trip, the islands are also close to each other. So if you could hop over, I think it's absolutely worth it. Yeah. And you don't need to go to Honolulu to connect. You know, there, uh, Hawaiian does actually have some flights between Kauai and some of the other islands. I know Maui for sure. So it could make sense, you know, if you're going for a couple weeks. Especially, you know, we live on the East Coast, obviously. If you're going out to Hawaii, it's it's a commitment, you know. Right. You want to you wanna spend a good amount of time if you're, you're traveling all that way. So you could very easily add Oahu and, you know, to, to Kauai as well. Or you could do Kauai and Maui. You could do, you know, Maui and Oahu, which we'll save for another episode. But you, you have yeah. a lot of options. I would love to go to Lanai or one of the smaller islands. Darren, our coworker, has been talking about that all the time. And he, he raves about it. That, so yeah. even more off the beaten path. I think Kauai. that's – is that Larry Ellison's Island? Is it? Or, yeah, I think so. Is There's it? a Four it Seasons. May. It's pretty pretty limited when it comes to the points options, but right, if you're right. ready to splurge, that is definitely something to consider. Yeah. Speaking of points opportunities, we're, we're going to dig right into the flights and hotels right after the break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
So, Sarah, if you don't want to venture too far away from the airport, say you don't have a rental car, what what are your hotel options? Can you use points to stay there? Yeah, so there is one main option near the airport, and that is the Kauai Marriott Resort, which is actually the first hotel that I ever stayed at in Kauai years ago. So that is part of the Marriott Bonvoy program, as you can tell from the name. It's a Category 6 property, and that costs 40,000 points per night. Okay, okay, which is not terrible for Hawaii. Not terrible. I would say it's very much a family property. It has a huge pool, like insanely big, and it has like I think five hot tubs and they each have like Roman columns around them. Oh, it's boy. it's quite that it's quite impressive. It's very different than the Kauai experience I've had. Yeah, it's very much not principal. Okay. Though, I would say. But yeah, it's it's not the most impressive beach either. But I would say, you know, if you're going with your kids, your young kids, you want a fun pool, you want several restaurant options. Right. And you're right close in the to the airport. Area. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Now let's head down south a little bit, just because you know the, the resorts in Poipu are a little bit closer to the airport than, than Princeville. Right. Yeah, so you have several options there. I actually really want to see this first one, the Grand Hyatt. I've never been there. My parents rave about the bar area. Apparently has a beautiful view. Uh, that's a Category 6 Hyatt property, so that's 25,000 points per night. So Actually, with a Hyatt card, which is offering up to 50,000 points right now for a sign-up bonus, you could get two nights there. Okay. Yeah. So Not bad for, for West Coast travelers, perhaps. You know, yeah. Or for a, a bit of a weekend getaway. Yeah, or if you wanted to kind of vary it up, maybe stay a few nights on the south side and then go up to Princeville for a few other nights. There's also the Kaloa Landing Resort, which is part of Marriott's autograph collection. That's 50,000 points per night. And our colleague Jessica Puckett, our news editor, stayed there recently, and she really liked it. She thought it was pretty luxe. Yeah, she didn't have too many bad things to say about that. So that's a good choice for sure on the Poipu side of things. And then if you want, you know, another kind of family-friendly, moderately priced points option, there's a Sheraton. And that's 35,000 points per night. Okay. Can you pair a Poipu stay vacation with Princeville? Is that something you'd recommend or would you choose one over the other? I've never paired the two. I do think that could be fun if you're staying for a long time. Yeah, because you don't really want to drive all the way to Hanalei for, for a day necessarily. To get from yeah. Poipu to Hanalei and back, it's pro- it's got to be at least three hours, I imagine. Something right? like that. Yeah, it's a long drive. Like, even from the airport, it's over an hour for mm-hmm. sure to get to Princeville. So, yeah, I think if, you, if you're willing, you should absolutely rent a car if you're going farther than the Marriott near the airport. In which case, if you're flexible, yeah, I think, I think that'd be a nice way to mix it up. And the hotels uh, in Poipu are, are a little bit more affordable, both from a, a cash and a points perspective, than you know the options oh, that you absolutely. have up north. Absolutely. But I, I do personally prefer going to Princeville. I mean, Poipu is lovely for, for sure, but it's, it's a very different experience than you're going to get up, up on the north side. Yeah, I think I need to, to see Princeville more because I stayed at the St. Regis Princeville when it was indeed part of SBG. And I didn't love the beach but there's obviously Hanalei it's pretty, Bay there. It's a pretty small beach. And one really funny thing that I, I don't know, I, I always forget until I get to Kauai, but there are chickens all over the I place. I absolutely love that. They're just running everywhere. It's it's the cutest thing. And I, including I just love it. on the beach at the at the former St. Regis. Yeah. You'll see like 30 chickens oh, yeah. just like running around. They, and they do not leave you alone. They'll no. come right up to you. If you're sleeping and you have a French fry anywhere near you, they'll, they're like, they'll dig around, they'll poke around. 
I'm guessing this happened to you. Yeah, I, I witnessed it. So, so um, as we mentioned, the St. Regis had, had left Marriott, and it's yeah. now the Princeville Resort. And I actually prompted readers to, to ask some questions on Instagram. And one of the questions that came up a couple times, including once from Mark, is now that the St. Regis has left the Marriott brand, the Marriott portfolio, what are the top hotel recommendations in Princeville? And there really is only one other Marriott option up there. It's, it's the Westin. Yeah, and really one main points option as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it is the Westin, and that's 60,000 points per night. That's another one that our colleague Jessica Puckett recently visited, and she thought it was a really nice property. It had a few quirks, like they had a DVD library, which seems a little misfitting in this day as and long age. as they had wi-fi as well i think that i'll i'll, I'll take the dvd library okay perhaps. okay fair enough nitpicking here <laughs> um but they also didn't have direct beach access which right, is right. something you'll absolutely want to consider because i think that is one of the main differences between poipu and princeville is that there's more of a golf club kind of feel and kind of layout to the property yeah the it's interesting side. so in in princeville there's a a huge golf course in the middle of the Princeville area. And so Princeville is actually kind of like a, a gated community. There's yeah. no gate, but it is completely privately owned. And it goes really deep in. So you can drive at least three miles into Princeville. Yeah. And so when you're in the Princeville complex, it's it's all private. It's a mix of condos and golf courses and, and private beaches and hotels. So it's it's pretty self-contained. The only thing they don't really have is, is restaurants outside of the resorts. Right. And so if you're if you're staying up there, you need to go and drive. It's it's kind of a, a steep roundabout drive down right. to, to the town of Hanalei. But that is really your only dining option outside of the fairly expensive hotels. Yeah. Hanalei is cute. It's definitely worth worth the drive. It's pretty scenic to the drive, even though it is a little treacherous. Yes. <laughs> and and, uh, and that's where you'll find the, the better beach, I think, is, is over in Hanalei. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's also a Wyndham um, up in Princeville as well. So if you're looking ah, for yes, a yes. slightly more affordable option, that that is definitely something to consider. And one thing I want to mention too is that the Westin that they have in Princeville, I think it's called the Westin Ocean Villas, and it is actually a, a timeshare property. And so you can use points to stay there, but timeshare uh, members also, you know, that that's one of their go-to resorts. Oh, okay. And so that presents an opportunity for someone who doesn't have a timeshare to sign up to do a presentation. And so you can actually reach out to the hotel. I think they even have a dedicated website for this, but you can get a three, I think it's a three-night, either three or five-night stay yeah. um, at a significant discount if you are willing to go to a timeshare presentation. So are they all villas there or no? They do have some some standard guest rooms, but there are a lot of larger rooms as well. That's that's good for families. Yeah, that's yeah. You know. So you can get and, and actually when you do the timeshare presentation, I think you have a couple different options to choose from. So you can get a one bedroom suite and they do I believe have two bedroom suites. So definitely something to keep in mind and worth exploring a little bit if you want to experience Princeville at a, a bit of a discount. One thing that comes to mind when talking about Princeville, too, based on my family's experience, my aunt and uncle wanted to rent an Airbnb there, and I think they did, but they noticed that pretty much all of the options they saw didn't have air conditioning. Oh, so yeah. So that's really something to keep in mind. I personally, it's so humid in Kauai that I don't think I could go without AC. The, the one real downside, aside from the AC to an Airbnb, is that you're, you're not going to have the same views that you might get from a hotel. So that if is you want true. an incredible ocean view... You know, you might actually end up being a few blocks back from the ocean. That's very true. Yeah. It's, it's pretty residential over there. Yeah. Now, I just want to finish off talking about flights because they're they're pretty limited, I guess, your options when it comes to, to flying into Kauai, especially compared to Oahu, where there are flights all around the world. Oh, absolutely. 
It's all from the U.S. There are no international flights into Kauai. They don't, I don't even think they have an immigration facility there. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So, I don't think so. So a lot of connecting traffic from Oahu. Anyone mm-hmm. flying from Australia or Asia is going to come in through Oahu yes. and then hop a connecting flight on Hawaiian. If you want to fly nonstop from the mainland, your options are limited to the West Coast. Yes. Primarily. Yeah, I've flown direct or nonstop from San Diego on Alaskan right, to Hawaii, right. and that was pretty nice. Yeah. I actually, on my return, I connected in Denver. So they do fly as far east as Denver. Oh, wow. I didn't really even realize yeah, that. Yeah, United That's actually cool. has a nice 757 flight. Light. So that it's the International 757, so you get live flat beds. Nice. Uh, assuming your upgrade clears. Yes. But it is upgrade eligible, which which is pretty nice. Yeah. And interestingly, with Kauai, I've noticed, at least at least on uh, my flight and the flights that my friends were on, there weren't very many elites on those flights at all. So it's assuming, a leisure route. It is definitely a leisure route. So assuming the cabin is not completely sold out, you actually have a pretty decent shot in an upgrade. Yeah, and that's great if it's a nice lie flat product like that. Yeah. The one downside, of course, is that flights can be pretty expensive. And so they, it can be a little bit pricier to get to Kauai than it can to Oahu. Sometimes we'll see, you know, $279 round trip fares from the West Coast to Hawaii, but those are usually to Oahu. So price out your options. I would start on Google Flights and see, you know, what the nonstops are, but you might be better off booking a flight to Oahu, maybe spending a day or two there, and then booking a separate Hawaiian flight over to Kauai. How much are the island hoppers usually? It's a, a little bit over, uh, I think maybe $120 round trip, which yeah, is it's not bad. It's not bad, but then when you when you consider that you know it's it's like a twenty something minute flight, <laughs> but you get pog juice. <laughs> yeah, you get this tiny little thing with like three ounces yeah. of pog. It's a yeah. shot of of corn syrup basically but um, something to look forward to perhaps and then there are uh, some some redemption options although awards can be kind of hard to find especially in the peak season so if you're going during the summer months you might end up having to pay cash Mm -hmm. or using you know a a higher number of miles to book an award flight very true yeah we're just about out of time but i want to answer one more reader question and this question comes from jeff on instagram and very good question, Jeff. Can you use points to book helicopter tours? And I think Jeff may have asked because my question was attached to a picture from a helicopter. Since I couldn't hike the Nepali coast, I decided to, to take a helicopter flight instead. And I actually booked a photo flight, which was a ton of fun because they take the doors off. And so you don't have any reflections. You can get some really cool pictures. And they'll do all these fun maneuvers in the helicopter to give you the best angle. So wow. it was a little bit of a thrill ride, uh, I would say. But I had a blast. And I did it through Mauna Loa helicopter tours. And they are not available with points. But if you do want to use your points, there are some options with Chase Ultimate Rewards. And so you can just log into your Chase account. If you have a Sapphire Reserve card, you actually get 1.5 cents in value per point. And then you can redeem any of the trip options that they have there. So I, I, I looked today and there were eight different helicopter tours. Sorry. Seven helicopter tours and one fixed-wing airplane tour. And so if you're looking to save a little bit on the points and and, uh, cash front, you can book the plane tour. You just won't be able to do some of the the crazy maneuvers just because, you know, you don't have the the flexibility of a helicopter. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Sarah. It's it's been a pleasure talking about Kauai. Yeah, well, I hope we convinced some people to go to Kauai. I I sure hope we did. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to visit again. Same. That's it for this episode of Miles Away. Thanks again to Sarah Silbert. Again, I am your host, Zach Honig, and this episode was produced by Caroline Shagrin with editing by Ryan Gabos. Our theme music is by Alex Schiff. If you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, and we'll see you back here next Wednesday.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.